Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast proclaims New Hampshire, Vermont, the Switzerland <laughs> of America. I wonder if New Hampshire and Vermont combined are bigger than Switzerland. I would think. I, dude, we're going to look that up. This is the final call for me. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 316. At only 1,212 square miles, Rhode Island is by far the smallest state in the U.S., but it's actually bigger than 25 countries around the world. Good luck naming those countries. Sao Tome and Principe? Kiribati? When I'm traveling, typically I like to go to hotter climates. I want to be wearing flip-flops and t-shirts and shorts and things like that. But as you know, we do go all over the world. But no matter where I'm going, I'm bringing my Tortuga backpack with me. And that's the thing that I love about it is that it stands up to any conditions, whether you're in driving rainstorms in Italy like we've been in before, whether you're in sweltering heat of Thailand and Cambodia, it does not matter. The Tortuga backpacks are going to withstand whatever elements you can send Adam. So no matter where you go, whether you're going to one of our top summer destinations or whether you're going somewhere cold, why? I don't know. I guess if you're skiing, I'll go somewhere cold if I'm skiing. But no matter where you're going, you're going to want to have great luggage with you. And that's why I always bring my Tortuga backpacks. So if you want to find the best travel backpacks out there, carry on size, you can head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. Use that promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, and that'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is the person who, rightfully so, always gets the queen seat when we're recording podcasts, my wife and constant travel companion, and someone who mouths the intro along with me as I'm saying it, but does it in a very, with a very, very funny face. Got to throw that on Woo! Instagram one of these days. Yeah. Heather. Hey, everyone. So, I mean, I don't know if I always get the, the queen chair. Most of the time. Most I, of the I time. I made an effort since you gave birth oh. to give you the queen chair. Yeah. You know what? I have noticed that since I gave birth, I'm now the queen and I have the nicer chair in the office. Yeah. I've got this little like, we, what we are these called? could buy another, an Eames chair. I got an Eames chair that is kind of comfy, not for like more than a couple episodes. And I, you know, I put a little wave. feel like my break <laughs> it. It's like from Ikea. Anyway, if you hear a loud crash, that's what's happening on this show. I've broken through the Eames chair, but we are super excited because we're recording this in April and it has been a bitterly cold and disgusting winter here in Philly. We're still Horrible. in Philly for some reason. We don't know why. <laughs> well, we know why. It's because we have a five month old and uh, yeah, we're getting settled in with him a little bit, but it has been awful. And that is why we're recording our top 12 summer destinations podcast because we are dreaming of nicer weather nicer places and the summer 
the summer and the sun yes, and some warm weather. So we're going to give you our top 12 summer destinations. As you guys know, if you're old veterans, the EPOP podcast, when we do these lists, we do not know each other's list ahead of time. So as Heather is revealing hers to you, the listener is getting revealed to me at the same time and vice versa. Always, always fun that way. We've got a because few rules. Sometimes you throw out some wild places. Yeah, we've got a few rules, um, and they usually are that we have to have been to that place in order for it to make a list like this. So we're not going to talk about places we haven't been. Yeah, it's not like a wish list. It's kind of a guide for all of you. And I felt as though, you know, we probably should be, we should probably should have been to one of these places in order to recommend them for a summer trip, or at least know someone, a reputable source who's been there. Well, and also we haven't had to have been there in the summer. If that was the case, you know, our list is getting smaller and smaller as you put these rules in. So some of these places we may have been in the summer. Oh. All mine. I went to oh, all Heather's okay. or September, which is you okay, know, shoulder season. Shoulder yeah. season. All right. Um, and I think, though, as we do these lists, we're going to have to start traveling more because I'm looking across the globe and I'm thinking of all these places I yeah, want to go. I know. Seriously. I'm like, man, in we've got to change it up a little bit in order to do the podcast, continue with these <laughs> destination type things. We're, and these lists, we're going to have to go to more places because we're holding ourselves to the rule of having to have been there. Yeah. So we're going to have to start getting out and traveling even more. So without further ado, uh, if, if you are interested in summer destinations as well, we did do a 2017 Top Summer Destinations podcast. You can go listen to that. We didn't go back and listen to that on purpose because we, I wanted this list to be what we were thinking of right now. So I didn't want that to sway us. I didn't want us to leave something off because we had put it on last year or anything like that. Um, so you can double up if you're just dreaming of summer. There's one from last year. There's one from this year as well. Hey. I think there might be one or two crossovers from the list because I could not remember exactly what I put on my list last year. Right. And I try to think of some new spots that weren't on that list, but I can't be 100% sure since yeah. we didn't listen so to it. So let us know as you as you get and you. As you guys go through these, let us know. What do we have crossing over? I think there's one that was on my list last year that's on it this year again. I know a few aren't because we weren't even hadn't even been there um, last summer. So let's get into this, Heth. And do you have any honorable mentions? Well, I kind of have honorable mentions, but I also just kind of have a lump of my of number course. six. All right. So, so yes my, or no? Okay. Well, it's kind of. Are you going to call them honorable mentions or are you just going to lump them all to number I'm gonna six? I'm going to lump them all into number six because you go with your honorable all mentions right. first. Then let me go and we'll roll into your number six. My honorable mention was the one that I got crazy amounts of feedback from, especially from you, Heth. It was my number one last year. Oh, my gosh. And you I said, don't even of remember all the places what in the world, is. this is I've, your number one summer destination. Ithaca? Ithaca, New York. Ithaca, New York. I'm You're throwing that as an honorable mention. So weird. And it's going to go with the theme. I have a theme for my really? six and you're going to see what those what that theme is as we go through it but this is part Ithaca is part of that theme not going to make it Should number I try one to again guess the theme like small town in the u.s no that's not the theme that's a good guess anyway Ithaca honorable hmm, mention I still stand by the fact that it's an amazing place to go in the summer awful in the winter amazing in the summer tons of gorges you have the lake right there it's not humid. I, I love upstate New York, especially Ithaca in the summer. So that's an honorable mention. And now you know my number one on the 2017 podcast. So if you don't go listen to it, you at least know what my number one was last year. All right. Your number six, your lump number my six. My lump number six, because I had five places 
Um, and I thought we were only doing five, but of course, then Travis was like, oh, let's each do six. Ten sounds so, too basic. Twelve. Too basic. Make it twelve. We try to not be basic on this podcast. Number six, literally, I have titled Places We've Been To In The Summer That I Loved. That doesn't even make sense. Right. But what do you mean? Then I'm going to well, tell I mean, you the places. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right, you're going to at least tell yes, us the places. That's just what I, I, thought I, that I was, was like it. thinking number six. I thought that was the answer. And, and people had to read your mind no, of no, no, what no, places no. you love. So my favorite places that we've been to in the summer were Switzerland. Okay. Kenya. Interesting. We were there in July. And that's yeah. when they have a lot of you know, action in the, the Maasai Mara with the whole crossing of the, yeah, the river and all and that. All. Okay. Greece. Okay. And we were in Scotland, you know, in the beginning of September. So it's kind of like summer still. It's not officially fall. I mean, it felt like fall because it was cold because yeah. it's so far north. It was cold. I, but, if you would have asked me when we were there, I would have said yeah. like late fall, early winter. No, was no, it was September, the middle of September even. So, um, yeah, but I loved Scotland. And I mean, I guess I could have had it further up on the list, but I was just kind of, you just know. Just lumping them in there. Okay, lumping so them the, in there. Number, number six is, let, let me recap that for people. <laughs> Scotland, yeah. Greece, Kenya, or what was it? Switzerland. Switzerland, okay. Because my idea of a place to visit in summer has to have water or has to not be sweltering hot. Like, Scotland doesn't, I mean, it has water, but you're not swimming. It's not beachy. But because the temperature was really nice and pleasant, it was a really enjoyable place to go. I'm not trying to go to Mexico in July. Gotcha. Unless, you know, I'm spending the entire time in the pool or in, in the water. Right. But. Okay. Well, then let me give you, all right, I'll run into my number six. I'll, and I'll kind of, I was going to have you guess the theme, but you kind of already hit on it, was the fact that I want to go to places like you mentioned that are not super hot in the summer, that you could go in the fall or spring mm -hmm. and still have, you know, warm enough weather. Okay. I also want to go, and the main theme for me was water, specifically lakes. Okay. So more um, lakes than ocean slash no, sea. No, I mean or? just because a lot of the places in the summer around the sea are going to be super, super crazy packed. So that's another thing I tried to look at stuff that might not be that crazy crowded mm -hmm. that you know that you could go to so of course these places will be probably more crowded in the summer because everyone travels in summer but not the not the absolute hot spot so italy spoiler alert not on my list despite the fact that i just made notes for our florence destination diary which we're going to record today and going to come out next week and it has me just foaming at the mouth literally to go to italy again yeah. but not on my list for a summer destination for the fact that it could be really hot and it's going to be crazy packed. And I think you can get 90% of what you want to get out of Italy if you're not there during the summer. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. All right. That being said, I still want to go to like Cinque Terre and Positano. Right. I, mean, I mean, again, if they're but not, maybe in September. Sure. All right. So my May. number six, so that kind of describes my mindset. I think your similar mindset as well. Yes. That's where we're looking at this list. Of course, we could just rattle through and give you some of the major hot spots, but you know, I think there's some little bit of hidden gems here um, that we're going to give away. My number six, and I, I cheated a little bit. I had just Vermont, and then I put <laughs> New Hampshire and Vermont. Okay. They're both small states. Okay. I, wow. I, I, I what? Wait a second. I have to stop here because you've actually put New England against on a list against, of places you want to visit. Against everything in my being, yes. Because Wait, why? Why is it well, against everything in your being? Well, You're I mean, such you, a hater. 
Because I grew up not in New England. So then people who grew up in New England, I don't know. I like <laughs> New England enough. Your family has worn me down. It's a great place. <laughs> it's awesome in the summer. So for example, we went to Lake Winnipesaukee last summer and we did a week there on the lake. Fantastic. So I almost just put Lake Winnipesaukee. And then yeah. I thought, well, that was awesome. But Vermont was beautiful too. When your brother is beautiful, not was, but your brother used to have a cabin on a lake up in mm-hmm. northern Vermont, Maidstone Lake. And I thought that was just as cool as Lake Winnipesaukee. It was a tiny, much smaller much lake. smaller lake, But yeah. clearer. It was gorgeous. So I then said, all right, Burlington was really fun. And now Burlington on Lake Champlain awesome. would be great in the yes. summer. And you Burlington the was really cool. The breweries obviously hit it home for us. I mean... So I almost said Burlington. <laughs> I almost said Winnipesaukee. And then I said... Well, there's also the lake, like some lakes in Vermont, that, some that I know about, some that I don't. So let me just throw that whole region in yes. there in the summer. I'm with you. It's going to be great. I almost put it on my list too because we had such a fantastic time last year there doing Vermont and New Hampshire. And I mean, we'll probably be up there again this year, I would imagine. Yeah. At some point. So I just, yeah, phenomenal. And better in the summer than I think other seasons for me. Yes. Fall, fall, fall is, with the foliage, sure. But yes, people, everything else, get me out of there. People love it for the fall foliage and it is I gorgeous, but but definitely summer, I think, is really the Because the, they have so many lakes and they're all so clean and beautiful. It's never too hot. New Hampshire, Vermont, the Switzerland yeah. of America. Mm. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. And yeah. Do not quote me on Okay. That. Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast oh proclaims New Hampshire, Vermont, the Switzerland <laughs> Of America. I wonder if New Hampshire and Vermont combined are bigger than Switzerland. I would think. I, dude, we're going to look that Possibly. up. Possibly. Not during the podcast. Yeah. But that would be interesting to know. I wonder mm. if New Hampshire or Vermont, Vermont's smaller than New Hampshire, I think, right? I wonder if New Hampshire no, itself I don't is think bigger so. than Switzerland. I'm not sure. We have to look I love at the map. geography. Facts. Anyway, we I'm digress. Little, we digress. I'm a little rusty on my geography. <laughs> my number five, which I kind of mentioned in number six, is Greece. Now, we were there in the summer and we did. Santorini and Paros. And I have to say that those were awesome places. And I'm really glad that we went. You have to go to Santorini if you've never been because it's just dramatic. And you see the caldera, the volcano ruins, you know, and it's stunning. However, all the other islands are just as stunning and a lot less crowded. So specifically, my number five is Greek islands, but less popular. <laughs> okay. Can you give us examples? Um, I mean, there are a ton of them. Yeah. I just, if you if you stay away from Mykonos, Santorini, yes, yes. Uh, Crete is less popular. Yeah, Crete. I've any heard the ones is that are, really nice. I think any of the ones that are further off the boat route, obviously from Athens, or don't have an airport, or at least a big airport. So Santorini has that airport we flew right, out of, right? That Which makes is it really convenient. And you could always end your trip there, like we did. I thought that was a really smart idea. Where we we went to Paros, which is less crowded than Santorini. We yes. loved it. We absolutely loved it. And then we went to Santorini and then we flew out of Santorini so we didn't have to take the ferry again back to Athens. I mean, you can do that too, but I was actually surprised we were there in August and I yeah, end, end, of, of, end August. of August, but I thought that it would be more crowded than it was. Yeah. As Paros we didn't know about and it wasn't that crowded. Santorini I thought would be packed and it, it you know, was. you couldn't get the best hotels no, and the ones you with have the to, If views, you're going but, to Santorini in the summer, you have got to book ahead. We booked our place while we were on the trip. We were in Paros and we right. booked it for the, you know, a couple days later. And we stayed at a nice enough place, but it was pretty far removed from everything. So definitely, if you are going to go in a very high season like July or August, book ahead. 
But otherwise, go to some of the less popular islands because they're all stunning. Yeah. I, 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 Greece was one of those places that to me exceeded my expectations and I thought it would be crazy packed, but you wanted mm-hmm. to go in August. That was the mm-hmm. only time we had. I was a little worried it would be, like we said, crazy, yeah. like just rammed. You wouldn't be able to get anything. It was fine. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe July is more packed, but they told us this is typically how it is and yeah. it'll stay this way through early September yeah, because we, we actually, took the last plane we did, out. Yeah, because we were there like the very end of August and the first week of September. And that's a really nice time to go because it was still gorgeous weather. Absolutely beautiful. You could swim. You could, you know, be on the on the motorbike or in a car just with a light sweater. It it was absolutely yeah, perfect. And the Greece food. is great. Food is great. It's not that expensive no. comparatively. It's a, it's a little more than I thought. I, well, I thought it might be to cheaper. Get nice accommodations. The accommodations were pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah, but, but again, we were there in high season. Mm-hmm. But if you go in the summer, you're going to be in there high season. A place that we weren't at with nice weather is my number five. But before we get to that, I want to play a little <laughs> geography trivia with you oh, no. and the listeners. Okay. So I, I quickly, thanks to the power of the internet, my computer in front of me, found the oh, land area gosh. of Switzerland, New Hampshire, and Vermont. So I have two questions for you. Oh, jeez. Three. And listeners, you can play along. One, <laughs> is Switzerland... Bigger than New Hampshire or Vermont? Is either state bigger than Switzerland on their own? On their own. Yes. No. Okay. Correct. (laughs) Which is bigger, New Hampshire or Vermont? I think Vermont is bigger. Very good. Two for two. (laughs) Third question. I'm so glad I got that one right. (laughs) Combined, is New Hampshire and Vermont combined bigger than Switzerland? I want to say yes. Ding, ding, ding. That is three wow. for three. Hello, Sharon, geography Woo. major over there. Just to give it 9,600 square miles is Vermont. 9,300 square miles is New Hampshire. Yeah, they're pretty close. Switzerland is 15,900. So combined, they'd be a little, a, bigger. A little bit bigger yeah. than Switzerland. So there you go. Gotcha. Okay. So that's okay that we threw them, that I threw them together well, because, yeah. yeah just... It's a very similar comparison, Trev. Right. My number five, a place that I... This would be the most crowded place on my list in the summer. Okay. But I want to go back because I loved it so much, even not in the summer. Okay. And I think it would be that much better. I'm so curious. In the summer, because there's a beach, Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, a yeah. great city. I, I nary hear a bad <laughs> word about, about <laughs> Barcelona from anyone. Um, but we were there when it was cold in February and it was still it fun. It was January. January, excuse me. But I just, your, your memory is insane. Um, but I just think, obviously, in the summer, mm-hmm. when you could go and lay on the yes. beach and then go get yes. food and beer and then go back and lay on the beach, yeah. it would be even better. I know it would be crowded. I know it would be packed. But it doesn't matter to me. Barcelona in the summer is a place it's a I need to get experience. to. It's a different experience. And I do think that's something that we need to do. The only reason it's not higher on my list is because of that crowd factor. But like we said, that I might mean, be people, overblown in our I head. I think it would be because I feel like... People like tourists definitely go to Barcelona, but I feel like people who live in Barcelona, you know, they might be working, but their vacations, they're probably going to the islands or going somewhere else in Europe. That's the thing. In August, I feel oh, like now we're to, I didn't even think about the a islands. lot of tourists come, but I think a lot of Europeans leave because right. August is their travel month. Like a lot of Europeans just have the whole month of August off, right? Am I right? Uh, in saying yeah, that? I pretty, mean, a, lo- a lot of way them. more than Americans. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Barcelona, my number five. Barcelona. Okay. And we have a whole Destination Diary podcast on Barcelona. So if you're going to Barcelona or you want to go to Barcelona or you just want to dream about going to Barcelona, you can check that out. Destination Diaries Barcelona. 
And a lot of you have gone to our one of our favorite restaurants, our best meal oh, in 2017, Blavis. I've got a lot of emails and a lot of tweets Love saying, Blavis. you guys called ahead, mm. you made your reservation, so good on you. If you're going to Barcelona, try to get to Blavis. Absolutely. And everyone who has... Glad that it has lived up to the hype that we built up around it. Man, I love Barcelona. Man, I love Spain. I love food and wine. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful cities. Okay. Okay. Moving out of Philly then. My my number four is pretty far removed from Barcelona. It is all the way on the western coast of North America. And that is Vancouver Island. Okay. I thought you were going to say Vancouver. I was going to say, oh, yeah. yeah. Hard to guess. Um, but, okay. Well, I love Vancouver, and I think that would be a great place to visit in the summer. We've been there in the summer. But more specifically, Vancouver Island, because just the vibe there is totally relaxing. There's beautiful places. There's like a few, um, like a cidery that you can go to, a winery. They have, I don't know, it's just interesting to explore there. They have a couple breweries, and even more so that are, you know, popping up there. Because we have some friends who live there, and... We will be going there at some point, probably this summer. And I just love it. We went to Tofino last year and it was a little early in the season. It was in May. So it was still pretty chilly. You know, we weren't swimming or anything. Not that you can swim a ton in Tofino because it's cold. But on the other side of the island, um, on the eastern side, that's the side that's, you know, closer to the mainland. It's pretty warm. So you can definitely swim. We've swam there before. Just for nature, for hiking, for the beautiful landscape. I just, I love it. The Pacific Northwest is amazing. That whole region. The whole region. I'm sure summer. you'll have a shout out on your list. Um, or maybe I, not, but I'd be surprised. I just want to throw out there, because we talk, we have a Vancouver Destination Diary episode as well. If you don't know what that is, those are our basically travel guides to specific areas. And now we've done 20-some and you guys are always clamoring for more. I got a tweet today um, about do we have one on Moab, Utah? And I thought, no, but we We've have to. We've never been there. Yeah, but we have to rectify that yeah. soon by going there. We'll be recording a Florence one later today that's coming out next week. And the most downloaded episode we've ever had is our Barcelona Destination Get Diary. Out. So if you guys are. I did not know it, that. It was surprising. We, we used to not do as many Destination Diaries because we thought, eh, I don't know. Maybe people don't want to hear about specific places and then you guys download them like crazy. So um, we'll keep them coming. But the, the, the Barcelona Destination Diary is number one. So there you go. My number four is Chicago. Chicago. This might have been on my list last year. I feel like it was. I don't I, know. I went to Chicago two two summers ago or was it last? No, two two summers. summers. Summer of 2016. Man, things go by very quick. I feel like an old person saying that, but they do. And it was fantastic. I had never been. I've still only been that one time. I have never been. It was amazing. Biking up and down the lake, swimming in the lake, eating the food, being outside. People in Chicago do Chicago right in the summer because they have had brutally awful winters. They make (laughs) our winters look like spring. And so when they get out, they get out and they just have fun and enjoy it. And so for me... Chicago is just an app was an absolute blast. I'd love to take you back. I feel I just I had such a good feeling. Like the yeah. vibe there is so great in the summer. Yeah. There's so much to do and so it's much a beautiful free stuff. City. Like anywhere with a beach that you can go do stuff yeah. for free is great. That's what I mean. There has to be water. I just I don't know. It's I, we well we both love swimming. There's I don't water know. on every single one yeah. of mine yeah. because that's summer to me. Mm-hmm. So we'll get you to Chicago sooner rather than later, hopefully. All right. My number three 
is throwing it back up there to New England. And it's not Vermont. It's not New Hampshire. It's not Massachusetts because neither one of us have great love for Massachusetts. In fact, Travis kind of dislikes Massachusetts. Very much so. (laughs) Mostly the sports uh, rivalries, but it's Maine. Okay. Because it's a humongous state. There is so much to do. There's incredible breweries. I mean, talk about some good breweries. We have not been to Portland, Maine, and I think almost... Four years. I wanted I to put to Portland, Maine on years. this list. Yeah. I'll just and, like shove it into that New Hampshire. And yeah, no, one. it's my list. Okay, okay. Don't steal it. Can't steal you it. can't steal it. It's on mine. It's okay, my number great three. Great call. Great call then. Maine. And so the southern beaches, like right when you hit the Maine border, are pretty packed because a lot of people go there. You know, you you hit Kittery and then you get to York and you get to Ogunquit and all those ones. They're they're really Wells. crowded. Yeah, so, and the water's so cold. Well, That's the my... water doesn't get warmer the further north you go, but it's a little bit less crowded. You hit the breweries in Portland, you keep going up. Trav has never been to Acadia National Park. I have not been since I was a teenager. I know it's a hot spot and lots of people go there now, but because it's amazing, you have like the beautiful Cadillac Mountain that's so huge right there next to the ocean. It's pretty incredible scenery. And, you know, if you love nature and you like to drink beer, you have to go to Maine. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I have to say, really. I mean, <laughs> I, it's a, I like Maine. I like Maine. I like New Hampshire. I like Vermont. I hate Massachusetts. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I have people I know from Massachusetts I like, but as an area, nah, I can't. I don't know. Um, all right. So, and I did just check, Heth, yes. and I misspoke. Our destination diary, Barcelona, is the second most downloaded ever. Do you want to have any? You'll never guess the first one. No, I don't think I can. It's called 32 Lessons Learned from Five Years of Travel, which is a fun one. That is a great one. Destination diary, Barcelona, number two. Destination diary, Ireland, number three. Destination diary, Japan, number five. Destination Mm. diary, London, number six. You guys love the destination diary. Yeah, and you know, I thought about putting Japan on this list because it's too hot. It's too hot, though. Too hot. It's too hot. So definitely go in April. Go in April. If we were doing the best spring destinations, which we didn't do, Japan would be top of my list. Go for Hanami, the uh, cherry blossom season. My number three has been mentioned before by you quite a bit. I held off by saying Mm. we're going to talk about this more because I didn't want to spoil it. But number three, Switzerland. Oh, okay. The only reason Switzerland isn't higher is because it's crazy expensive. It is pretty expensive. And and so that's... If you have an unlimited bank account or you oh just gosh. are going and you yeah. don't care what you spend, then Switzerland is probably one of the best countries on earth yes. for any season, honestly. Get the rail pass, like the transportation pass, because you can take the best um, trains. You can be in the first class on all of the boats on all of the lakes, which I'm telling you is kind of nice. It's I mean, very nice. And there's still ways to do it on a budget, uh, you know, or someone on a budget. If you do get a rail pass, that's great. Uh, I was going to put a specific area in Switzerland, but then I thought, well, which one? And because <laughs> it's such a small country it and the train system is phenomenal. You probably the just, only place that go is all over. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. You get a rail pass. Start wherever, but I'm, I mean, when I started, I lived in Lausanne, which is right up Lake Geneva from Geneva. That area is absolutely gorgeous. We went over to Evian in, in France, drank the water there, of course. Um, but Lake Geneva, stunning. Lake Lucerne and Lucerne itself, Almost beautiful. more stunning. It's St. Moritz out west or out east, excuse me. Really cool. We only spent a few days there, so we know that the least. 
And then to me, maybe the best place in Switzerland is Interlaken. And you're obviously between those two lakes and the outdoor sports and the hiking mm-hmm. and the Alps. And you can go whitewater rafting. I mean, Switzerland. And you loved Bern, the city of Bern. I forgot about Bern. You forgot all Bern. about Bern. There's five Bern. places in yeah. a country that is, as you said, the size of New Hampshire, smaller yes. than New Hampshire, Vermont. Bern was a fantastic yeah. city to spend a few days in. Jump in the river. Yeah, not there's no lake there, but the you, RA River. The, the river is absolutely gorgeous. One of the most beautiful colors of you know glacier fed rivers. And yeah, we swam in it. We just jumped off a bridge and jump in a bridge. It takes you all the way down to what their down. their parliament building. You get out. You jump in again. They have a free bathhouse right there on the mm-hmm. RA River banks, um, like with a pool. Switzerland is incredible. A lot of people think of Switzerland as a winter destination, obviously for skiing, which it's amazing for as well. But I... Summer rivals it or is equal. Yeah. I was going to say it might even be better. Now, we haven't done that much in the winter there, so I can't really compare it, but it's incredible. And it would be much higher on my list, except that it's going to be expensive. Even if you do it cheap, you stay at hostels or local guest houses, Airbnbs, get the rail pass, you know, Eating out is prohibitive, expensive. Grocery stores are are cheaper, uh, much cheaper than eating out. So do that. But it's just, it's going to cost you, but it's going to be worth every cent. Yes. Switzerland, my number Definitely. three. Places could, that could I've been to in the summer that I loved. Number one in my heart. Switzerland. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> my number two is one of my favorite countries, if not my most favorite country, and that is Croatia. And I know that it's rammed in the summer, but I just don't care. Because if it's that good, you just don't care. I just really love Croatia. And we went there last year for our baby moon. And we did Slovenia first, and then we did Croatia. And we did the northern part of Croatia, Istria. And that was cool. But I definitely like the, you know, central to southern part better. Me too. Istria was not crowded, though. And we were there in July. It wasn't really that crowded, I didn't think. It wasn't, no. But it's more countryside. It's more like Tuscany. In Italy, so there's wineries, and again, yeah, maybe I would have Tuscany of Croatia. Maybe I would have liked it more if I was drinking, but I wasn't. So I'm not saying don't go to Istria. You could definitely go there, especially if you like wine and you want to just spend your time, you know, driving around the countryside and seeing these little villages and going to wineries. That's awesome. Sure, but I really love the area of Split. Dubrovnik is gorgeous, but I would probably avoid that area in the summer. Maybe just go for like a day. A night, I don't know, but split or if is, you don't care, like if, if you, you don't, don't care, care, I mean, but a it's lot of so stunning, you kind of have to see it. Even like forget about Game of Thrones and that they film it there, but it's to, to be fair, a lot of people do get dropped off on the cruise ship. Yes. So, I mean, this is a main part of the day, but from they say from like nine thirty to ten a.m. Yeah. to like three p.m. It's ram because right. the cruise ships come in, people right. go on their day, their mm-hmm. one day around Dubrovnik, they get back on the cruise ship and they go. Right. So. What you could do, which would be best, is don't stay in Dubrovnik. You know, there's lots of beachfront there that you can get a little Airbnb or a hotel. Right. And then go in in the evening when right. the cruise ships aren't That's there. Where that, and, you know, and you do it during the day. It's not like you won't be able to get a seat at a restaurant or anything like that. 
But it is, there's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And same with Split to a, a maybe a little lesser degree, but Split gets very crowded yeah, during the day. Split, when we were there, and we haven't been there in like two or three years, Split is definitely like a little bit grittier. You know, it's not More of as. More city yeah, than Dubrovnik, which is the jewel it. of the age. Yeah, and there's still hidden gems there. And from Split, you can go to all of those islands that are right there, like Kvar and. Brotch, Brotch, yeah, and, and all those. They're just they're gorgeous. Now we have never done this, but the next time we go, I want to go to Cortula because I've heard it's kind of like a little peninsula off. It's not an island, but right, it's a long just peninsula out just into out. the ocean, and people just say that that's amazing, and that's where a lot of the wineries are. And yeah, that would I, be my goal for the next time we go. Okay, Croatia. Was that a little too long-winded for you? No, Jeff? no, Just... I didn't make my list only because, like you said, you if you went in the spring or fall, you might be able to get 80 to 90% of the beauty of Croatia because you could still swim like we did when we were there. And we were there but in... We were there in May, yeah, and beginning you... of May. We couldn't swim every day. That was my... Well, yeah, because you will swim when it's cold. I probably swam three times. Yeah. So, so I, that's the only reason Croatia didn't make my list for summer destinations. It's a little more crowded. And if you could, if you can hit the shoulder season, like May, like May, early June or September, early September, like that will be way less crowded because you don't have the people for um, summer destinations. But yeah, you still get the benefit. But I'm with you. I mean, it's we liked the southern coast more than Istria. So if you're going to do it, um, split Dubrovnik. Staying with that, though. Mm-hmm. And in that part of the world, my number two, Slovenia. No, I we thought were, you would have. We were just list. there this yeah. summer, uh, past summer, 2017 summer for our baby moon. I just had high expectations <laughs> and it blew it away. I mean, you have you do have you have the water again. You have the lakes, Lake Bled, um, and Bo Bo not Bonise. That's the castle in Slovakia. Dang it, the other one. <laughs> I can't Bohin, remember. Uh, Lake Bohin, which is right by Lake Bled. You have the coast there, the little spit of coast that they that's have. True. I forgot about Riga. No, not Riga. That's a completely different Latvia. country. Um, they have a little split. It start, what does it start with? A spit of land. Now you put, I was saying it so I wouldn't have to say it. I was explaining <laughs> I'm sorry, it. I can't remember I'm the name sorry. either. But the tiny little town there that starts with a P that's on the coast, which is beautiful. Um, Heather's going to look it up on our computer as we go here. So we're not, don't sound like complete idiots. But you also then, what I loved about. Slovenia is Ljubljana was a beautiful, beautiful town, but it was also weather-wise really, really, really nice. Um, so you Piran. had Piran. There Piran. You Sorry about that. I was just totally I was right blanked. with a P, and you were right with a short, like two syllables. So we were very <laughs> close. There. Piran is the little seaside town, uh, coastal town in Slovenia. You have Ljubljana, which is awesome city in its own right. Great temperature, not that humid. And then, of course, no, you can go up into really the Alps nice. yeah. and have fantastic temperatures mm-hmm. and you can hike around and you, you might even need like a long sleeve shirt at night or you a hoodie. You might even need a jacket, right. like a light jacket for sure. And that's 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 what I like about summer when it's cool enough at night that you're not like sleep wise, it's nice and you're not hot. Mm-hmm. But then during the day, it's definitely nice when you jump into a body water. It's like refreshing, but you're not sweating all the time. Like I want that type of temperature. That's what Slovenia gave me. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, we could go on forever about Slovenia, and we and we did in our destination diary <laughs> episode, so you could check that out. But just a fantastic country, definitely a bit off the radar when you're talking about Croatia or Italy 
or the country or even Austria, like the countries around it. It's certainly not as well known. But for my money, I like it as much, if not more, than those other places. So Slovenia is my number two as far as places that I would go. In the yeah, I, we had a great time there. I enjoyed it as well. So my number one. Drum roll, please. Woo, we're already at number one. My number one is Corsica. Okay. I Cool. I, I for, kind of forgot about Corsica. So I, glad I we got to chat about I this. I don't think I had on the list last year. And if I did, I apologize. But not really because if it was on the list last year, that doubly means you have to go to Corsica. It was probably my favorite place we've ever been to in the summer, hands down. We went in July. I mean, the middle of July. We flew. Uh, we were in Switzerland first. We flew directly Switzerland to Corsica. It was like a one-hour flight. Was, Talk about an awesome little trip. Yeah, I, I that did forget was it was such right a great after trip. Switzerland. What a great, great summer trip. That was probably one of our best summers that we've ever had. It was amazing. Switzerland we went, to Corsica to Kenya. Yeah, it was epic. Wow. Well, you just hit three of your yeah. kind of six. Yeah, and you know what was so great about all of those trips for me was that we stayed at some of the best places because we really... You know, well, Switzerland was paid for, but then we were shooting our TV, we were shooting show. TV show, but then it was awesome in Corsica. We used hotel points, so we didn't actually pay, for it, but we had hotel points for the Radisson Blue, which was right on the water outside of um, Ajaccio. Ajaccio. And we rented a car. We just would take the car. We would go to different beaches almost every day. It was not crowded. No, people are like, oh, August and Corsica, it's good. It's so crowded. July, there. we were there. In July. Yeah, July. They're like, it's going to be so crowded. And we're like, what What are you guys talking about? If this is the most crowded it is, is yeah. there any human here uh, in August I or mean, June? Or some of the most beautiful beaches I have ever seen. Beautiful towns. We drove up into the mountains one day. Some of the most epic mountains I've ever seen. We took pictures up there and I was like, where where is like where are we this is so beautiful people love hiking there then you go down you have the most beautiful beaches we went to a lot of beautifuls <laughs> a lot of beautiful <laughs> we went to Bonifacio, which was also very beautiful gorgeous it was very stunning and i just plus you've got great food you've got because you have the italian food. french influence like half italian yes. half french so eat a lot of mussels we ate a ton of mussels and so many mussels a lot of good pizza mussels mussels are summer Fresh fruit. I don't know. We would just walk to the little market next to. I don't even think we actually ate at the Radisson Blue a single time. No, why would we? Well, overpriced. Anyway, there's a little row of markets and um, restaurants near the hotel. We would just walk there and buy fresh fruit. And we did a lot of picnics on the beaches. We did. We would get wine and cheese and bread and whatever. And we would just every night watch the sunset, having a picnic on the beach. And there was really no one else on the beach. Yeah, and that's when I was like trying to get in shape and I was doing burpees on the beach. I remember yeah. that. It was just one of the best trips we've ever Corsica, had. And I love it. Back. I absolutely love it. That's a place where I, when we were there, I was like, I would stay here for a month or two and just, you know, try to learn French because I, you know, took French in high school and college and I st still suck at it. But if I was ever going to stay somewhere and immerse myself for two months and really try, that Corsica made me want to do that. Okay, cool. a lot more than Paris or any of those sure. other. French I would love places. to get down to Sardinia too. You know, the yes. island right below Corsica. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've see heard how amazing that's different. I think yes. it's a little more rugged, but that's Italian owned. Corsica is mm -hmm. French owned, and you have a lot of overlap anyway. But I would like to go see Sardinia, um, maybe sometime soon. My number one is 
Can you guess? Is it going to be somewhere random again? It's not that random, actually. Okay. Well, no, you never, you would never guess it. It's also very small. Oh, My ne- that's why I can use the whole country. Georgia. So like I could do is Switzerland, Slovenia. No, but Georgia. Oh. I only didn't put Georgia on my list because we talk about Georgia on every podcast and people know how much I love that country. I think so. And you should go in the summer. It's, it's awesome. Georgia is awesome in the summer. (laughs) Go there. It's my, I'm going to put it as my one, except it's not. Oh my gosh, you're such a cheater. Little little like teaser in there. Go to Georgia. We have a Georgia destination diary episode. So check that out. My my real number one. is number one? Also staying in that area of Croatia, Montenegro. And so oh, we got okay, to spend we, a lot I of time. almost put Montenegro. We got to spend but, a lot of time in Croatia. Yeah. But not, we spent only one day in Montenegro down in Coder. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was a lot different than the Croatian coast, which was interesting to me because, you know, you're only an hour, hour and a half south, two hours south of Dubrovnik. But it all well, of a Coder sudden Coder is from, an inlet too. So we right. didn't actually go to the sea part of Right. Of Montenegro, like if you go a little further south. It's like Fjordy. I don't know if they're actually technically fjords, but they <laughs> are, they look like what we saw in Norway. Yeah. And it, because it was so different from Croatia, I was just shocked. And it was equally as beautiful. And we had a great time in the actual town of Coder. Mm-hmm. And Montenegro is a small little area. They also have a ton of water. I did because I didn't know for sure. So before we did this podcast, I did look up, can you swim in that water? Because like, is it cold? I don't know. It's an inlet. You can swim at Coder. There's also a place right near Coder called Budva, which is, I guess, kind of the, the place that in Montenegro that's known to go swimming. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of beaches. So for me, I just, I've always wanted to go back to Montenegro. It was one day that we spent there, but it had like an outsized impact on me. Like I can mm-hmm. picture that entire day. We had so much fun there that I thought, man, I'd love to go back. And of course, I'd love to be there in the summer. We were there in May. If it was a little warmer, be even better. And yeah, the fact that you could swim, you have water everywhere, it's gorgeous. So for me, I want to go back to Montenegro. I want to bump around Montenegro mm-hmm. a bit, see more of the Montenegrin coast, hang out in Coder, go to Budva, go inland a bit. I just, yeah, yeah, it's a, for so such a small country, I feel like it might be, have the same type of effect on me as Slovenia, where I'm like, oh, I really want to go here. And then I go, I'm like, it's even cooler than I thought. Yeah, Hopefully. definitely. I mean, I would love to go back there as well. It's, a yeah. great place. That's a great part of the world. That I, whole area, Slovenia, Croatia, I mean, as Montenegro, you can see, we were <laughs> like, keep on going. Well, my down. two and one yeah. were in that area. Your number two was yeah. in that area. So, yeah, would love to see a little more of that that part of Eastern Europe. And there's plenty more places I would go to see in the summer. I I can't even believe that I didn't mention Berlin, which is one of my favorite I cities in the world in there. the summer. But again, I wanted water. Yeah was water i'm mm-hmm. feeling like mm-hmm. in april we haven't been able to swim yep. it hasn't been nice out here in philly like, get me near a beach whether it's a lake or a river and you know or an ocean. i don't know the exact statistic but i have heard and read that being near water just makes people happier like seeing it and being near it it's like very peaceful and it just makes people happy yeah well how i mean makes me happy makes me happy i think yeah <laughs> well i wouldn't and especially when it's able when it's a summer i mean of yeah. course there's some great things in winter water we don't have to get into water anyway I'm, <laughs> but yes those are our top 12 summer destinations we're going to recap for you very 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 quickly hath your number six we're a bunch of places that i love switzerland the lump, the kenya lump, the six lump. scotland all three switzerland kenya mm-hmm. scotland my and, number six yeah 
also a lump. New Hampshire, Vermont, specifically Burlington, Maidstone Lake, and Lake Winnipesaukee. Woo! My number five, Greece. My five was Barcelona. Number four, Vancouver Island. Or Chicago, staying in the States for me. Number three, Maine. Number three was Switzerland. <laughs> the New Hampshire and Vermont of Europe, yeah. Switzerland. Number two, Croatia. Two was Slovenia. And number one, Corsica. And number one for me was Montenegro. So we're Europe heavy here. I think that makes sense in the summer. Great time to go on some amazing places. So yeah. let us know, guys, your number one or number two or whatever your wish list is. Or if you've been to places in the summer, let us know what your favorite place in the summer. It's been awesome. The feedback and the interaction we're getting on Twitter has exploded since we've kind of asked you to <laughs> to interact with us more. So at Pack of Peanuts, let us know what are your favorite summer destinations. Throw that in there. We are always looking for more places to go. Not that we need our wanderlust stoked, but it's always nice to hear from you guys because you always have awesome recommendations. So shoot a tweet at us, tweet at us. What are your favorite summer destinations in 2018 that you've been to? Or even if you haven't been there, where are places that you want to go in the summer? Appreciate that. That's awesome. Guys, don't forget as well, if you are out there traveling to Tuga Backpacks, you can go to tugabackpacks.com, use the promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That'll get you 10% off your entire order. Plus, Heth, I don't know if I've mentioned it this much on the podcast, but we have a new app out. Yeah, it's so exciting because... I feel it, like I've kind of pushed it on the carpet for some reason. Podcast listeners, I didn't mean to, guys. But yeah, you just haven't really mentioned it, and it's so exciting. You worked on this for a couple of years. You had right. the idea a few years ago, and then finally last summer, we can literally say years in the making. Yes, you. It came to fruition with um you and Nikki talking about it, and just like Nikki rolling with it and developing it. He's amazing. The app is beautiful. I mean, it, it's called it Jetto. sends you notifications for cheap flights. I right. mean, who doesn't want that app? It's called Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can find it on the App Store. If you're an Apple user, you can find it on Google Play. If you're an Android user, I mean, case in point, as we're recording this, we just got two deals sent to us. One is just a quick little flight, San Francisco to Los Angeles or Los Angeles to San Francisco for $48. That's like either way, back and forth. And I got another one this morning. That was New York City to Amsterdam for $392. Oh, and there's one that I missed. Miami to St. Croix, nonstop, $220. So what it does is you pick the airports that you want to see. U.S. and Canada right now are the only airports that we have like flights leaving from. You pick the airports you want to see. I recommend picking more airports because if it's a great deal, it might be worth you, you know, either hopping on a flight to get to that airport or taking a drive to the airport. And it will send you notifications when great deals come from those airports. We're talking usually deals that are anywhere between 30 to 70% off. So Europe under 500 bucks, Asia under 600 bucks. Um, we've seen stuff to Australia for super cheap. We've seen domestic stuff, you know, cross country domestic stuff in the US for 150 bucks, stuff like that. So download it, let us know. It's running. It's working. People are loving it. So you can get on there, the Jetto app. Uh, check it out on the App Store or on Google Play Store. I can't believe we haven't actually brought it up, I don't think, to podcast listeners. Well, you'll hear more about it. And uh, go grab it. You're probably on your phone now listening to this podcast. Go grab it now. Check it out. Jetto. J-E-T-T-O. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for all your feedback, your continued support, the tweets that are coming in, the emails that are coming in. Keep those coming in because that's how we know We've got an impact on you, and we really, really appreciate it. So thanks for your support, as always. That makes us number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. Until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you.